Demon Trash podcast. I'm going to need everyone in here right now who is with us in spirit to give us your energy. I know you're going to hear this after the fact, but time is relative. So I know you're with us right now. I'm going to need to put, you need to put a hand on my shoulder and a hand on Avery's shoulder and just give us your positive vibes because we are hungover like bastards. Mm -hmm. I'm tired. My headache is dissipating. That's good. Raven's the true MVP. He came over here and basically set up the podcast, (laughs) brought me coffee, painkillers, water. That's not muscle water. And um, that shout out to you, even though (laughs) he doesn't listen to the podcast. (laughs) Um, All right. Well, do I sound peppy enough for you? Probs not, but this is what you're getting. So, welcome to the Demon Trash Podcast. We have a full fucking house. <laughs> it's We've me, got, Avery. Yep, that's her. We've got Sterling, Sterling over there. <laughs> Sterling, give me your oats. Goats. <laughs> Totes, my goats, give me your oats. Sterling. And then there's me. Um, and then there's me. There we go. There's me. Oh, fuck. It's me, Carol. So we're going to start it off like we always do. God, I'm trying so fucking hard to give energy right now. And I want you guys to know I'm trying. Both of you take a sip of your coffee right now. Okay, thank Just you. Just take a deep breath. I already finished my I coffee. Am... Okay, well, then That wasn't a... coffee, dude. It was fucking chocolate milk. Okay, stop. Avery, take a sip of your water. Carol, take a sip of your coffee. I want you both to take a deep breath and let it out. I honestly do feel better. Okay, now go. Demon trash moments, they happen daily to some. And some. Ugh, please stop. I'm trying to get my energy up. I know, it's just annoying. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just so, can't do right today. Sterling. Why don't you start us off? Demon trash moments. Did you give in to temptation this week? Did you do something bad even though you know you shouldn't have? Did you ignore the angel on your shoulder? Absolutely. <laughs> um, I know it'll be... Tell us sh- about it. I know it'll be shocking to the two of you, but I was very judgmental this week. Oh, wow. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Who was... <laughs> you? Me. Sterling. I know. Our little angel? Oh, good. Judge somebody? Yeah, I know. Weird. Well, tell us about it. I know. Um, okay, so last weekend, I decided that I wasn't going to drink alcohol anymore, <laughs> and which is like not a big deal for me, but it kind of is, because um, I went through a few weeks where I like would drink a bunch of wine every night, and like it just wasn't good. So I decided to stop doing that. And um, every time I see, or I guess this past week, every time I saw someone that was drunk or smoking or just basically anything like that, I was like, wow. Like, I used to be like that, and I'm not now. That was, like, one week of sobriety. (laughs) One week. No, literally, every time I saw a video of, like, my drunk friend, I was like... That's not me. Can't relate. Can't relate. <laughs> and then like, and then like this morning, 
this morning when you walked out of the room, Carol, uh-huh. just looking like yeah, death himself. Uh-huh. uh-huh. I was like, not me. You drank last night, okay? You just didn't drink as much as me. I didn't drink that much last night, but you're right. I did. I'll take that. Um, but but not as much as you. No, I just feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel bad because it's like, who cares? It's not my business if people get drunk or don't, you know, it doesn't fucking matter. Oh, is, are you saying that your demon trash moment was this morning because you judged me hard or it was? It no, was, it was this past oh, week where every week. time I saw someone that was drinking, even though literally Only one week ago, drinking. like a few, one week ago, she's like, that's below me. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> right. Oh, and peasants. then I was like, I'm such a trash person, like. It's just like, I don't know. That's my moment. I just need to stop being such a negative person. I, I guess. have been drinking a lot more lately. I've, I've noticed that. I've gone through that phase of like you come home and you kind of like drink some wine every day or like mm-hmm. something. Yeah. But then I realized it's very expensive and I had to stop because mm-hmm. I was like, I'm going through too many bottles of wine. Like, <laughs> and this is expensive. It's expensive. But then I don't know. And like I'm drinking my green tea this morning and I literally feel like good but not just good like better not better than you two (laughs) just better in general yeah she also quit she's (laughs) trying to quit coffee so which i did i didn't have coffee at all this week I mean, I'm doing it. Drink coffee or below. You know what's funny funny is you're talking about how you're trying to be a better person, and I'm just over here judging you. Wow, (laughs) full circle. Ooh, that's deep. You know what? Good for you. Truly. (laughs) Take a sip of your green tea. Detox your fucking judgmental toxins. I'm trying to be better. That's all. That's we, all. That's all we can do. That's all thanks, I have for you guys. Thanks this week. for sharing, Sterling. <laughs> As we sip our coffee, <laughs> you are drinking sugar and cream. That's not <laughs> fucking coffee. There's no caffeine in that. Okay, so, um, hey, you guys. Good news. Uh, I'm gonna go on a date later today. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not gonna be forever alone. Maybe. Maybe. But the part of the reason that I'm like, I was like, oh, you know what? I'm going to start dating is because literally a few weeks ago, like I was really sad because I was feeling lonely as INTPs do. And then like Carol like came for me. She's like, it's all your fault. You don't do anything like to help you not be single. And I was like, you didn't like that when I, I said didn't it. like that at all. And then I was like, F you, Carol. I know. I'll show sure. you. So, so part is, of the whole reason for me, I'm like, I'm gonna show you, Carol. I can go on a date if I want to, dude. Just go on a date for yourself. Like that's what I'm trying to fucking tell. You're always like, I'm so lonely, but you don't. Put in the work to find anyone. Then I was surprised. You were like, oh, yeah, I'm on Hinge or whatever the fuck that is. And I'm talking to this guy. And I was like, wow. <laughs> like, even Raven was like, whoa. It's been some sort of diabolical plan to be like, I'm going to show Carol. Why aren't you going out? Are you, please tell me you're going into this with, like, an open heart. No, I am. Okay, good. No. <laughs> I swear to God, if this was just some sort of, like, I'm just going to go to see this guy so I could so I can shut Carol up for at least three months and then 
until she brings up dating again. <laughs> no, I'm like a different person after the fourth. Um, <laughs> I'm ready to start a new chapter in my life. Except I'm still the same person because <laughs> look but at you this morning. Look at me this morning. Well, the the kind of like real demon trash moment I think out of all of this was like before he was telling me what he like like what his job is and stuff and it was like not that impressive. You know what I mean? Like it was like just like a kind of like a like nothing special about that job, like an assistant manager at like a random store, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But then he told me he was studying law and I was like, "Oh. Hello. She's thinking long term here." <laughs> And it changed. I was like, all right, maybe I want to go on this date now. When Avery told me that, more. I came up with this whole, I literally wrote a whole book uh, verbally about uh, how to be a good wife to a lawyer. I don't know how I know what it's like, but Raven and Avery thought, hey, I think you kind of hit the nail on the head. And if you guys are ever interested in what that's like, if you're dating a lawyer, but most of you probably aren't because you're demon trash. So a lawyer, pro- you're pro- well, maybe you could be. You've entranced him. You've hypnotized. I don't know if entrance is a word, but you've you've hypnotized him or her, and you're just you're losing them because they're way better than you, and they get their they have their life together. And if you need to know how to continue to keep them in your dangerous toxic web, so that you can live off their um money then <laughs> hit, hit, us hit, up. hit me up i got the book for you yeah it'll okay. be premium content later on but anyways yeah. no it's, i just no i actually am looking forward to going on this date just in case he's cute yeah I'm he's looking cute forward to it he's cute looking hopefully we have some things in common <laughs> i'll pray for you um <clears throat> all right so i don't really i mean i'm t- I, i'm bored with telling you that hey i drank too much i slept in a lot and I've ate a bunch of food this week. Okay. I'm I'm bored with telling you that. So I'm gonna we're gonna take it back to Carol when she was in high school. A and demon trash memory. <laughs> demon trash memory. Yeah, there it's you like go. Dee, 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 dee. All right, <laughs> there we go. Um so let's see here. Um I participated in incriminating um acts such as underage drinking i know you're shocked but they do it in europe at like 16 so like why can't i um so okay (sighs) so in high school i went to house parties a lot i was a cool kid um not (laughs) just kidding (laughs) i wasn't cool i wasn't i just partied a lot um and I used to host a lot of parties because my mom wasn't around. She was busy providing. But so at these parties, sometimes I would get bored with my own party that I was hosting. And, you know, if you've ever been to a high school party, it's your typical shit. People show up with their cases of cheap beer and you just drink and get obliterated and black out and that's it. That's your life. Why we thought that was fun, I don't know. But it's more fun when you're young. You can handle more. It feels good to 
Okay. So people would show up to my house with all their beer and I would just get bored and I'd be like, this party is actually, I don't want to do this anymore. (laughs) So what would I do? How would I fix the situation? I would fake that the cops were called. So people would panic and leave in a panic and leave all their beer so that it would become mine. And then I would stock up my fridge full of that beer and then take like, you know, this was when Bud Select came out. So that was like stock up the f- the beer fridge with all the Bud Select for the next party. And then I would take all the Natty Light and Bud Light and all that shit. And I would go to the- another party and show up with a bunch of beer and be like the hit. Be mm-hmm. like, oh shit, Carol's here. She showed up with a fuck ton of beer. Um, yeah, that's what I used to do. I used to fucking fake cops coming over so people would leave in a panic and leave their booze for me. Because I would get bored. Wow. That's a de- that's what it was like to be me. Meanwhile, me in high school, I'm like, house parties aren't real. That's just in movies. Nope, they're real. <laughs> and they were not as fun as you think. <laughs> it's just... You know, just fill in that teenage void, mm-hmm. you know, right in there. And, uh, but yeah, I, yeah, I, I did that. She's the Robin Hood of her time. I was the, I would steal it for me and then I would give back a little bit to the people. Um, that's my story. You would steal it from the people. To Don't give do it back that. To the people. Don't do that. And no one ever noticed either. No one ever said anything. <laughs> no one was like, because I would run into the same people at the party. They'd be like, what happened? Is everything cool? And I'd be like, oh, yeah. Like, the cops came and I pretended like I was asleep. You know, I'd come up with some bullshit because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, we were like 16, 17. And, you know, what are you going to do, man? What no one was like, do? isn't that the beer that I brought? <laughs> no. No one ever said that well. because whatever because where i lived i kind of lived out in a little bit outwards Mm -hmm. not too far from town just a few minutes but where i lived i lived up on a hill and there was one exit so people knew that they could not take their beer with them when they would flee from my house because if the cops were coming and i grew up in the suburbs of st louis and this is probably the cops there were very smart (laughs) And they would block entrances to where there was a house party where there was suspected underage drinking. And then they would stop people who looked around that age and basically be like, look through their car, be like, where's your fucking beer? Have you been drinking? You know, and they would do that because they knew they were smart. So people never took their beer if the cops came to a party or anything because there was chance, good, very, very good chance that you would get pulled over mm-hmm. uh, because you look young. So, yeah, this is what I did. It, it was genius. It was diabolical. And to say I'm proud of it, I am. <laughs> and I know I shouldn't be. So, <laughs> moving on. Guys, you can send us your demon trash memories and your demon trash moments. I want to hear about them. And I want to tell them, on, if you want me to tell them or Avery to read them on the show, we will do it. Just email them to us or DM us on any of our social media. 
demon trash podcast at gmail.com you can also find us on instagram at demon trash podcast twitter at demon trash cast let's move on to something that i literally feel so passionately about recently and i don't know why okay but the fact that no one can take a fucking joke anymore anymore and you know what it it stemmed from this podcast i'm not angry at sterling i'm not but i hear like oh we should edit that out i'm mm-hmm. gonna fucking edit it out maybe some things i say should be edited out absolutely absolutely i'm not gonna <laughs> argue that but but sometimes i'm like it's just a joke you know what i mean mm-hmm. like and you and i were talking about this the other night and it's like we grew up in this time where we grew up I'm born in 93. We grew up in this time where people could take a fucking joke. Mm-hmm. Okay. The comedy was not as political and like, it, you know what I mean? Like everyone's so sensitive now. And I know people say that and it's like, it's always like pointing fingers at like younger generations being like, you guys are so sensitive. You're fucking snowflakes. But sometimes I really do feel like that. I'm like, yeah, you're being a fucking snowflake mm-hmm. right now. Take a goddamn joke. Okay. Right. I don't mean any ill intent. Yeah. Right? This is just my stand-up special and you're in it. Mm-hmm. No, that's definitely... I feel like a lot of people feel like that's the case. And... Like, let me play devil's advocate for you is, do you think it's because... Well, I think people think now it's like, well, it was never right for us to say that. We're be- we're better people now because we don't want to say those things. <sighs> Sure. I I do. Okay. So listen. Sometimes I say things or people say things and I'm like, "Uh, I don't know about that." But in the context of a joke, mm-hmm. I think I'm kind of in the camp where comedy is a little like it has to be funny though, right? Like mm-hmm. there's jokes out there that are really um over the top. Here's an example. I think so. Louis C.K. Louis C.K. is a great example of a comedian who tells bad, horrible jokes about topics that some people would say you shouldn't joke about that. Mm-hmm. For example, little dark here, but Louis C.K. basically told a joke about the Parkland shooting, basically being like, "I don't have to listen to you fucking kids just because your school got shot up." Listen. That was just a fucked up thing to say. That's not a joke. That's just a fucked up thing to say. But sometimes, if I want to make a joke about race, (laughs) or like (laughs) sex, Mm -hmm. whatever. like women. Or about women. Or men. Or men. It doesn't mean that like, it's just, if it's funny, (laughs) if you laugh. (laughs) That's just what the racists say, Carol. God damn it. (laughs) No, I 100% agree with you. I think in terms of the content, like in the context of a joke, you, like people need to take a step back and really realize what was their intent here. Like if they're trying to actually make some sort of like racial slur or like some a joke that actually is really offensive, mm-hmm. then okay, you should get up. You Maybe you, you can get upset about it, but if you... If it's in the context of a joke, and even if that joke didn't really land well, like you have to realize, oh, this is 
them being comedic right a lot of uh, comedians nowadays like try and stick together in that point because people get so sensitive and mad about comedians and the thing about comedians is they like that is their job like it's like they don't i like dark humor that's just me dude i like Mm -hmm. making a joke out of dark shit yeah i think it's great i think it's hilarious because it's super relatable because comedy in any fashion and i'm not saying i'm not over here being like i'm a comedian but i'm just saying that people like i don't feel like we should censor ourselves so much unless what you're saying is just absolutely radical and horrible and mean if it's in the context of like you're making a stupid joke like don't come for me okay like for example like one thing I know I do, but I like, I don't think it bothers you, but sometimes I make jokes that you're Asian, half mm-hmm. Asian, yeah. but I don't ever be like, you're yeah. fucking Asian gross. You mm-hmm. know, I'm never like, like coming for you. Like, it's just like, fun. I just make fun of it. You can make fun of me like about anything. Yeah. I don't really care. And I will, I just think that people just need to like fucking chill out. Like right. just chill out. I just feel like I grew up in a time you said it best we grew up in the time of the fucking outrage machine and now i'm just i don't i don't like hearing like in the media like i just feel like context matters Mm -hmm. context matters so much and for some reason in this day of age we fucking we don't we erase the context and just be like well you said this yeah a lot of people will just pull stuff straight out of the context like if they they find something like bad that someone said in a comedy special they'll just like pull it out it's like yeah but you didn't like pull out oh this is a comedy special like this isn't just something that they said you know what i mean and are like 100 even if they have conversations like in fucking real life like people just pull out the little bit of context where they said the you know something bad but in context it probably wasn't bad they just pulled out like you know for example like the louis ck thing like i used to be a fan of louis ck not anymore i don't like him at all (laughs) he just says shit that's not funny and it's not funny like they're not jokes he just says fucked up shit Mm -hmm. to like distract like he literally said oh make jokes about kids getting shot and people forget that you masturbate in front of women because that's what he did that's what he did that's what he said and it's like you're not making jokes about kids getting shot. You're just saying outrageous, outlandish shit. You're kind of on a sinking ship with that, dude. But. Yeah. So that's that's a that's a clear example of like, hey, you're fucked up. Then there's people, actual comedians, who make funny jokes and make light of dark shit. And well, I think also we're just in a time where people have taken words as something that can truly like like harm them do you know what i mean for sure like people are like if you like say something bad like that's harmful to me it's just as bad as you physically assaulting me yeah i I mean totally totally and here's the thing i'm down for anyone who has a line like hey just don't make jokes about that i don't like i don't i don't like that that's fine I won't make jokes about, you know, if someone came to me and was like, hey, can you not joke about that with me? Fine. They have a line. I respect that line. In terms of society being like, no jokes ever about this shit. I'm like, dude, don't fucking censor me. Okay. Like, I'm just, I'm going to say what's on my mind, but I'm not out here trying to be mean. Right. (laughs) My intent is never to be mean. 
I just like to make jokes that are, you know, I think it's funny. <laughs> that are funny. So, yeah. So when it comes to this podcast, I don't know. I just feel like it's like if I say anything that's like fucked up. Yeah, I'll we'll edit it out. But sometimes I make jokes and I'm like, why? Why do I feel like why do we feel like we need to edit this out? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, sure, it's a little outlandish, but it's like clear. It's just a joke. Right. You know? So, I don't know. I'm just, I, I just, it's like, it's like, dude, I don't, like, you're going to tell me that I can't say stuff because it's going to affect me that much. Mm-hmm. It's like, what kind of world is that? I don't want to live in a world like that. Yeah. I want to, I don't want to, like, live in a world where you can't speak your truth or, like, make a joke about mind. something. You know what I mean? Like, if you have, if we had to live in a world that you have to censor yourself all the time, because God forbid you might hurt somebody's feelings, mm-hmm. like, what is the point? <laughs> right. I know. It's just... Ugh, it's because just... I think a lot of people go around nowadays and they just think, I should never get my feelings hurt. You know what I mean? Oh my God. I know. It's like, oh, I'm triggered. Like, I... I totally, guys, I have triggers, okay? I get upset. There are things that really do truly bother me, mm-hmm. topics that truly bother me. But I am in the camp, like, I literally, just me as a person, like, I I think that the tragedies of life are great to joke about because in some way, it's like a salve. Like, it's like, ugh. Like, yeah. I, if I can make a joke about this, I can endure you know what I'm saying? And so like some people, but yeah, like some people take like literally words that like if you were to make a joke like about something, maybe you're making a joke about someone's appearance. They're like, they take it to where it's like, oh my God, you think I'm ugly. It's like, no, dude, just joke about my ugly mug. What the <laughs> fuck? Like just grow up. <laughs> Get some thick skin. Yeah, I think, you know, to sum it all up that... People exfoliate too much. And they just out here with thin skin, bruh. Yeah, they exfoliate way People too much. People be out here with thin skin, dude. And I just cannot fucking take it. Just grow up, dude. Grow if, up. If you have a line, that's fine. I respect your fucking line. But don't don't have a line with everything. How are you supposed to live, dude? You gotta laugh at the pain. Laugh at the pain. It It works. It's better than alcoholism. Yeah, man. Laughing is way better than, like, addiction. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I don't know if Left we made sense cry. there. I don't know if we made sense there, but I feel like I just ne- I needed to fucking stand on a soapbox for a second. Mm-hmm. So um, we're doing this new thing on the show where because um, what we typically do, guys, little demons, is we we do plan out our show like we'll we'll say oh we're gonna talk about this like we'll come up with a handful of topics but at the end of the day nothing's left to surprise me and I get bored easily so I was like yo Avery you need to come with a topic that I don't know about or a question that I don't know about and I will do the same that way we're having a real honest gayish conversation so Avery came with a question for me I don't know what it is but fire it off so here's my topic um do you guys feel different than like you were before like in a like a very like just like a fundamentally different way like ever since the fourth and like leading up to that like the new the 
like the the blood moon and like the everything that's going on astrologically and then of course it's like the end of it's the new uh moon year lunar new year mm-hmm. like ever since then i literally have felt like almost like a different person 100 percent like, for me for like during the new year like he- like here's the difference like you know during our new year like it's like new year new me but like at that time i still felt like new year not really like you know what i mean like i'm the same person that i was in 2018 that i am in 2019 but ever since the fourth i've literally like i feel like i'm a different person like how so though like i've i've i just fundamentally like feel like i'm not like my life was a certain way to a like at one point and then now i'm ready for it to be completely different like okay i'm ready like i'm not gonna when i have something to say like i'm gonna say it you know what i mean mm. i'm not gonna sit around and wait for something to happen okay yeah no i i think um that aspect happened kind of at the end of 2018 for me mm-hmm. but definitely lately i do feel like there's very much of that um tendency to kind of just be super real and like not hold anything back mm-hmm. and just be like this is how i feel and um yeah and deal with it <laughs> it's a little bit of that mm-hmm. energy for me um honestly i'm a little angry with myself just because i do feel that way like i do feel like I am changed and I want to make these changes. I just don't take action. That's my personal problem. Mm -hmm. But I can tell with you for sure. Like you are very, um, the fact that you're going on a date later is like blowing my fucking mind. Like Mm -hmm. you don't even understand. Secondly, uh, yeah, you're very, very vocal now with Mm -hmm. your feelings, which before you bottled that shit up and never said anything. If you have an issue, you say it in the moment. I love it, dude. (laughs) I live for it. I'm highly attracted to it. <laughs> um, it's always got to go there. <laughs> highly attracted to it on a platonic level and familial level. I think it's also my ascending is Aquarius, so it's Aquarius season. So there's probably like that going on. <laughs> yeah, I think there's a lot of that going. I just think that's a healthy thing for people to do. I mean, whatever, dude. If if you got to say something because it's bothering you and it's going to offend the other person, then whatever. They get offended. I like I just feel like so much that like my life is like just like it's going in a different direction now. Like, I don't know. Like. I just don't feel like who I used to be anymore, like kind of at all. Do you think that has to do with the fact that you've been cleaning out your room and getting rid of things from your past? Um, Well, a lot of that, like doing that kind of like I was like, I don't think that affected this change, but like picking up clothes and like from like I've still had clothes from like high school looking at them and I was like, oh, that's not me anymore. Like, that was a different part of my life. Like, that's who I used to be. And I'm not that person anymore. For the listeners, just a quick recap. If you didn't hear last episode, we are we went through a process with Avery where she's doing, like, the Marie Kondo tidying up. And we have a video that we've been working on. Still in the process. Jesus Christ. 
And um, that should be up on YouTube hopefully next week. <laughs> hopefully next week at some point, hopefully. But um, yeah, just a quick recap on that. That's what she's been doing. So, you know, going. that's why I wonder if, you know, going through your stuff and maybe triggered a little bit of those feelings. I don't feel like it triggered those feelings at all. I think that was just part of the the process. The process and the journey. Like I felt that way before. Mm. Like I don't know if anyone else feels this way, like let me know. Like because um I mean looking at like getting my reading, we, we all stand Amber Khan for the most part. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> uh her readings, we Quietest stand her readings, Quietest Revolution, so good, but like she was like after the 4th you're going to be a different person. Like She's like, it's a new, like, it's a new chapter. But she also said you need to be careful with, like, what you're going to say. Like, I think that the is just... The same thing came up in my reading. Just the, re- like, the, the energy. It's like, yeah, you need to be, communicate more, but be careful. You know what I mean? Like... People, you don't need to communicate everything. You need to think about what you're going to say before you say it. And I think that's just a good lesson in life for everything. Because if you act on your gut reaction for what you how you interact with people that can often lead in a very negative and bad space because yeah we all get annoyed with other people but if we acted on every single like notion of that it's just that it just comes off as a negative energy you know what i mean yeah 100 percent. i and i think sometimes you might perceive something in one way in that moment and be really you know whatever it is but if you like took time to take a step back and like what actually was going on here, you might realize, oh, they were just joking around. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we're tying everything together here is that like take a step back from yourself. Think about what you say before you say it. And maybe just don't don't act on your gut reaction, especially when you're interacting with people, especially right now during Aquarius season. <laughs> And yeah, that's it. If you guys feel different, like I kind of feel like I want to explore whether or not I I don't know necessarily know if like I just think I've been uh my life has changed so much mm-hmm. in the last couple of months that it's like hard for me to say that I haven't changed. I've definitely changed a lot mm-hmm. uh about my life and um but there's still some changes. I get frustrated. I've been uh, honestly more frustrated with myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think in a bad way. I think it's good to get frustrated with yourself um, because I don't necessarily need anyone else to get frustrated over me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Save that. Stay at home with that. Let me get frustrated over myself because that's just how I function. And then I'll, I'll make those changes. But I can't say that necessarily. I mean... I guess a little bit. I've definitely noticed it with you. If that's, I don't, and I don't know if it's because, like, you know, how sometimes you'll read something and are like, like with the reading, it's like you're you're going to be a different person. Do you think maybe you took? I that? was like, is that some of it? But I, I like, you know, like you can like say, like you can hear that stuff, and like, yeah, like that's what you're saying. But I actually feel like a fundamental shift, like in my body, <laughs> like right. in the way I think. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I feel this really weird shift. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I mean, I wanted to play devil's the- advocate there and be like, do you think maybe you just feel that way because she said that? Yeah. But 
I, I don't think that at all, actually. I mean, honestly, when it comes to the quietest revolution, we fucking love her so much. I believe everything she says. <laughs> she is my spiritual guru. Like, literally, she gets it spot on every fucking month, dude. It, Fr- Raven is a huge skeptical of any of this shit. But when I tell him what she says, he's like, wow. <laughs> okay, uh, maybe she's the real deal. But, yeah, I mean, you know, that leads me into my next topic of, uh, you know, I, you know, uh, following your heart or, you know, your gut is, I think, can be straight up bullshit. Because if you, you, what you said, if you don't take a step back and, like, really fucking overthink things, I think it, you need the doubt. You need the overthink it to make a solid decision don't just go off your fucking gut reaction because it could end up being a horrible decision here's my topic following your heart or gut is straight up fucking bullshit and i mean that sincerely i meditated on this to see if i was if i would change my mind but it's just how your heart is bullshit following your heart or gut is straight up bullshit like that whole like you need to follow your heart Trust your gut. Trust your gut. I think it's bullshit. What do you mean? I think it's a toxic statement. <laughs> and um, what okay, does look, your heart okay. say? Listen, listen to me. Let your heart decide. I'm not saying it's always bad. Okay, because I because I love intuition. Mm-hmm. I think intuition's fantastic, but. I think in some situation, it takes more thought, a bit more doubt, lots of doubt in yourself <laughs> to make a calculated decision. Um, or for your tarot or like horoscope reading to just basically be like, so here's an example. I won't go into it too much, but I was feeling a lot of fiery energy here. A, a lot of, I was wanting to like tell everyone basically come out with a fucking you know i was like not feeling everyone i you know i just really wanted to go off on people mm-hmm. one little thing when i would be like ah! and so my gut was telling me you need to fucking speak your truth mm-hmm. and say what you want to say but then amber Khan, quietest revolution my guru came out and was like you should tone that down because mm-hmm. saying stuff and speaking your truth is not the right option here. And it got me thinking. I was like, if I trusted my gut, it would probably lead to a lot of negative situations. Mm-hmm. And if I just took a step back and not trusted my gut, it's going to lead to better things. I think I'm just sick and tired of the notion of like every Disney princess and their fucking cult following is like, follow your dreams follow your heart trust your gut my gut says anxiety okay i will trust it on some things but not all the time i'm gonna overthink i'm gonna overthink it until i think overthinking and overanalyzing is the way to go Mm -hmm. (laughs) i just feel that way because eventually after you've overthought it enough it's gonna lead you to the right conclusion i feel that maybe that is trusting your gut i don't know didn't you like on a gut instinct just quit your job do you regret that decision (sighs) no 
Well, okay, listen. Fuck you. You always challenge me, dude. Well, I'm just trying no, to. No, I know. It's a good thing, dude. I'm not mad at you, dude. Okay? It's just, you're right. But um, I overthought that, though, like a lot. I think you were thinking about it for a long time, and you finally just pulled the trigger without <laughs> telling anyone. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, no, no. Because that's the thing. Like, I decided, I was like, I'm not talking to people about this anymore. I'm going to just fucking do it. I'm not, I don't need anyone else's advice. I know what I feel. Trust your gut. And it's just like, well, the thing is, is like, I, I know me as a person, like, maybe this just works for people like me. Well, no, I also agree. Sometimes if you like trust your gut, you get, you go into these, you get into really sticky situations because if you don't think, sometimes if you don't think things through mm-hmm. to the end, it's like, uh, I think I messed up here. <laughs> you like, know what I mean? I feel like some people make decisions based on their dude my heart was just telling me or my gut just said and i'm just like yeah but did you spend days in your room in the corner crying and overthinking it probs not because if you did you would probably made a better decision mm-hmm. <laughs> i love how i'm like promoting like crying in the corner and overthinking things Some i think it's better it sucks it's a process but it's a process that leads to better things growth if you're just out here being like, I trust my gut and this is what I'm going to do. I've trusted my gut a lot just off like, that's what I'm going to do because my heart says so. Instead of overthinking it, doubting, what ifs. Well, sometimes I get in the other camp where you can overthink it to- so much that you don't make a decision at all. Maybe that was meant to be. Maybe that was how it's supposed to go down. I don't know. Because that can lead to, like, a lot of inaction and then nothing changes. <sighs> Maybe I do believe in it. Maybe it is a good thing. I don't know. I just think that it's a little too... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's a little too... I don't know what I'm trying to say. It's a, It's a little... People just... I think they need to think things through a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I do, well, here's the thing. I just know me as a person. Like, for example, if I would have started jumping down people's throats because my gut was like, you don't like that. You needed to let let people know what you don't like. Probably would have caused an uproar in my life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> an uproar of fights uh negative just a lot of negativity Mm -hmm. and just taking a step back and being like you know what why don't you just take all that and just put it into yourself and just bottle it up and get over it Mm -hmm. better decision better decision i'm already uh you know um you know living a better life because of it (laughs) you know so, I guess, uh, trust your gut after, you know, um, just torture, mind torture. <laughs> trust your If your gut is still saying, hey, do this thing after torturing your mind with overthinking it, then, yeah, you should probably trust it. If you gave it, like, a day, mm-hmm. like, let me sleep on it. Sleep on it for, like, two weeks. <laughs> think about it real hard Mm -hmm. trust your mind 
and your gut. Right. That's all I'm saying. Find balance there. Find balance. I was talking about this with Raven. He's like, I totally agree. He's like, I totally agree. I think people jump the gun on decisions so hard and then they they like fool themselves into believing that it was a good decision Mm -hmm. on whatever it is. Yeah. I wish I could articulate it better with examples, but I don't feel like opening up about my particular things. But (laughs) I think it's a good idea to not, you know, make such hasty decisions, especially with like things about career what you want to like go to school for like stuff like that like take a minute and really decide and i think that's but also decisions about should i confront a person about this oh yeah or anything like anything i all like (laughs) i'm very much the person who's like let me think about this before i make a decision though like Mm. i very rarely like i'm like this is how i'm feeling i'm gonna say it right now I mean, that was my topic. I just was thinking about it a lot because it had to deal with, you know, my personal life. And I just feel like, is it in the stars, dude? Are we just all real sensitive right now? Are we just all real emotional and we just want to let it all out? season. Dude, I feel fierce. Too fierce. Mm Mm-hmm. And some people just don't like that ferocity. And I get that 100%. You're wrong, but I get it. And, um, you know, I decided to tuck that ferocity back in, Mm -hmm. bring it back in, bring it close to the solar plexus, puke it up and not share it with anybody. And it was a way better decision, even though deep down in my heart, I had conversation. I was like, should I talk to these people? Should I say things? Should I do this? Should I go about it this way? What should I do? And it's like, I almost fucked my life up. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to, I didn't want to deal. Looking back, I'm like, wow, I, I, I avoided so much drama by not trusting my gut. Mm -hmm. So much drama. And it better too. Way better. I don't even have problems anymore. Solved. <laughs> Solved, dude. Take a minute. Think about it. So that's our show today. Um, hung over like a bastard. Thanks for hanging out, you guys. Thanks for hanging out. Sticking through. We know that we uh, we were messy and, you know, nothing new. This is as good as it's going to get. It's called the Demon Trash Podcast. For what a did reason, you expect? <laughs> like, don't, your expectations coming in should never be very high. <laughs> and we set the bar very low so that we can surprise you when we do well. Mm-hmm. Um, guys, leave us a review. It really helps the show out. Um, yeah, it's just a magical thing to do. And if you really love us as people, then you will do that. Um, also, you can keep up with us. You know where to find the demon trash shit. You can keep up with me and Avery can keep up with me on instagram at underscore carol ella i'm also on twitch i like hanging out and talking to people and playing games so you can go to twitch.tv slash carol ella three avery where can they find you my sweet sweet girl you can find this pisces on overload (laughs) (laughs) on um on instagram and twitter uh it's at avery bryce underscore i had to it used to be avery vegan but we're not about that life anymore. Yeah, we've she's canceled. Sterling, do we want to share your things? 
Yeah, you can find me on Instagram at Sterling Coates. Hey, love your enthusiasm. Uh, <laughs> hey, we love you guys, and I feel very pukey right now. I need some tacos or something mm. in my belly. Um, and I need to drink more water because I am heavily dehydrated. Apparently, I was drinking straight from the tequila bottle last night. So you were going great. harder than anybody else. I was having everyone a, was just chilling out, and she's like, "Guys, I'm taking a shot. I'm fine." And then it, like that's four fine. shots later, you know what? I didn't need anyone else. I had my own personal party, and it was fun. And um, that's fine. Oh, I'm happy for you. I no, want you to thank do you. what you want to do. Thank you so much. I really do appreciate Follow that. Your my gut, gut said take shots from the <laughs> bottle, and you know what? Probably should have overthought it. That's our show, guys. Uh, love you. And Thank you. Send us your topics. We, whatever, man. Just see you later.